Hello, you're listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this message. Hello, Facebook family. This is Pastor Helene again. I trust that all of you are doing well, trying to stay cool, because I don't know about whoever views me in Virginia is hot. It's hot and it is humid. What to God be the glory. Um, I'm excited about the word of God on today. And I say that to you every Sunday. Let me tell you why. Because every time I'm excited about the word of God, it changes your life forever. And I tell you, when you hear the word and put the word in action, nothing else works like the word. So before I get to the word of God, I want us to pray. Um, I want you to set your ears to hear and your hearts to receive what God has to say to you. When you hear the word, it's like nothing else. You know how when you, you, you're watching a good movie, you don't want anybody to bother you or interrupt you. Let me tell you, the word of God beats a good movie any day. So set your hearts and mind. Cut the TV off. Tell the kids, be quiet. Send them outside somewhere. I want you to hear what God has to say because he's going to speak to you today. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for another opportunity to share the word of God. Father, I am so thankful that you are not confined to brick and mortar and, and a church building with pews. You, we have you in us. So wherever the word of God is being shared, through whatever means, it has power and authority to change lives. So on today, oh God, I pray that the word finds good ground in the hearts of men and women all over, and that that word takes root. Father, and it brings forth much fruit and that fruit remains. So Father, we thank you in advance for what the word of God is going to do in the lives of your people. In Jesus name, amen and amen. Well, ah, I want to go to the word of God on today because I am excited about what the Lord is saying. I talk to you all the time about your heart being key in your walk with God. Your heart being the most important think when it comes to your walk with God, not how you look, not your positions, not who you know, Mm -mm. that doesn't matter to him. It's all, it's a matter of the heart for him. So today I want you to go with me and you know, I love reading the word of God. As a matter of fact, whenever you hear the preaching and the teaching, it should be more word than man's opinion. How about that? So she should get more word than someone's opinion. So go with me to St. John chapter seven. And I will be reading from the New Living Translation, and I want to start at verse 10. Now, I'm going to be reading kind of lengthy, but just stay with me, and it all should connect. John 7, starting at verse 10. And it says, but after his brothers left for the festival, Jesus also went through secretly staying out of public view. The Jewish leaders tried to find him at the festival and kept asking if anyone had seen him. There was a lot of grumbling about him amongst the crowds, and some argued he's a good man, but others said he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. Verse 13, but no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public, for they were afraid of getting in trouble with the Jewish leaders. Then midway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. And the people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained, they asked. So Jesus told them, my message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God 
will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. That scripture is going to be key in a minute. So let me read it again. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether I'm teaching my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Verse 18, those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. In fact, you are trying to kill me. The crowd replied, you're a demon possessed. Who's trying to kill you? Jesus replied, I did one miracle on the Sabbath and you were amazed. But you work on the Sabbath too. And when you obey Moses' law of circumcision, actually this tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs long before the law of Moses. Verse 23, for if the correct time of circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead and do it so as not to break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? Verse 24, look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. My, my, that right there was amazing all by itself. Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Well, the title for today is The Heart Determines How You See. The heart determines how you see. Now, I want to talk about the heart just for a minute because I tell you, not only is it the most important organ in the body, when that heart stops, everything else stops. But the heart is the most important organ when it comes to your spiritual growth. The, the idea of everything is channeled through the heart. The, the heart is where the word of God is sown. You know, they, they talk about sowing the word. Where is it sown? It is sown in the heart of man. The Bible talks about my mind and I need to transform my mind, my way of thinking and my practices and my behaviors. That starts in the head. But my love for God and the word taking root and me walking in faith starts with the heart, not my mind. Because see, really, faith goes contrary to my mind. You know, you are trying to pay the water bill and, and the Bible tells you to give and it shall be given. Your mind says, no, that don't add up right for me. You, you, you have a sickness in your body and your, your body is telling you one thing and the doctor in your mind is rationally rationalizing one thing and, and it says doom and gloom, but your heart where the word of God is sown, it says by your stripes, by his stripes I'm healed. So really the mind goes contrary to the word of God. That's why it has to be transformed by the word of God. So I now can start thinking the way I should think. Okay. So the heart determines how you see. Well, I want to talk about the heart for a minute, uh, man, because this blessed me because I also want you to know that when my heart is right and when it's being transformed and I look beneath the surface of things that's happening to me, even as a believer, when things don't go your way, you still can see Jesus. Now, we, we have to get out of thinking that if my prayer is not answered the way I wanted it to, then I must have missed something. Oh God, is really is it really real what he wants to do? You lose faith and confidence in him when something doesn't happen the way you want to happen. I begin to think about this. Am I doing what's right because it's right? 
Or am I doing what's right because I want God to do something for me? That's a good question. Am I doing what's right just because it's right? Whether God answers the way I want him to answer or not, if it turns out the way I want it to turn out or not, would I still do it? Am I doing what's right because it's just right to do? Am I doing what's right because I'm a Christian and the word tells me I should do it? I don't care what the outcome is. Am I doing what's right because it's right? Or am I doing what's right expecting God to give me a favor or do something for me? Ah, man has to examine that heart. But I want you to go, go with me to Galatians chapter five. And we're going to talk a little more about what happened with Jesus and that looking beyond the surface. We're going to talk about what the surface of things are. But Galatians chapter five. And I want to start at verse 16. Galatians chapter 5, 16 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. All right. What in the world is this gratification of the flesh? What is all that about? The flesh is that part of us that's contrary to the Spirit, the flesh. The flesh deals with surface stuff. Remember I told you, the heart determines how you see. In John chapter 7, that last scripture we read says, look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Look beneath the surface. Well, what in the world is the surface? The surface is that stuff that is superficial. Considering only the obvious details, an outward appearance of someone or something, is surface. You know, when you walk up, you, you, if you've ever watched any of these crime shows on TV, Law and Order, love it. Have you ever watched those? They have to do further investigation. When you walk up to a crime scene, you see certain things, but that's just the surface. What led up to it? What is, what is that? If I dig a little deeper, I can get to the root of something. Surface stuff. When we are walking in the flesh, we're living a life of surface stuff. Let me give an example. Um, we have a tendency to judge people on the surface, what they wear. Oh man, they must be something. They must be smart. They must have a good job. You don't know what, and I laugh. You don't know where they work at to wear what they wear. Oh, you look at people and they drive a certain car. They must have a great job and live in a certain, follow them home. You don't know what they're doing. You, you, we look at people on the surface and, and I was, so, and I'm so beautifully blessed to pray every morning with a wonderful group of people from all across the East Coast, for far as that go. And we were talking the other day on the prayer line. Some of the smartest young men, some of the young men that I believe will make the best husbands and businessmen and preachers and doctors and lawyers, those are my little brothers out there now with their pants pulled down. Out there in the streets doing things that may not honor God. Some of the smartest young men, these are businessmen, CEOs, but we have a tendency to judge them on the surface. And when was the last time anyone just stopped to talk to them? Surface does not get your ministry. You have to look a little deeper. There's more to them than what you see. See, when I walk on the, and live on the surface, that superficial life, God can't use me because I'm, I'm judging just on the surface. Yeah, you, you call him a thug. God sees him as a doctor. 
but you got to look a little deeper. You call him a criminal. God sees them as a pastor, but you got to look a little deeper. When was the last time we stopped just to say hi and shake the hand and say, Jesus loves you and I do too. Take care. Stay out of trouble. Praying for you. Love you. When was the last time we just stopped to say hello instead of walking on the other side of the street? Because I'm judging them on the surface. So let's go back to Galatians now. Because I'm telling you, we're not supposed to walk that way. Now, believers, we don't walk in the flesh on the surface. That's why, you know, we don't even live on the surface. Our money gets funny or we can't get the latest contraption or dressed a certain way. And we all depressed and begging God for stuff. And all oh, because my money, your surface, God is more than stuff. So Galatians 5 and 16. So I, so I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh craves, listen now, what is contrary, opposite to the spirit. Your flesh craves it. I don't care who you are. Your flesh craves it. Now the spirit in us can put our crucify and put our flesh to death daily. But your flesh craves those things that are opposite to the spirit. And the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh, for they are opposed to each other so that you do not do what you want to do. In other words, our flesh and our spirit will never be walking hand in hand and getting along. They are contrary to each other. Verse 18. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Verse 19 goes on in 20 and 21 to list the things that are of the flesh, sexual immorality, jealousy, hatred, rage, division, envy, strife. All of those things are of the flesh. So please don't tell me you're a believer, you're loving God, walking in faith, and you're falling in here. You're of the flesh. Now, verse 22, though. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such their things, there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh with the, its passions and desires. Since we live by the spirit. I didn't say since we check in twice a week on a Sunday in a Bible study. I said, since we live by the spirit day by day, whether I'm in the grocery store or whether I'm at church in the pulpit, whether I'm at the mall or whether I'm at my job, I live by the spirit. It says, since that's the case, let us walk in step with the spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking and envying one another. So Galatians talks about walking in the spirit and it tells me the fruit of the spirit. Now, these people that walk with the fruits of the spirit go deeper. Remember I told you they, they go deeper. They're not surface people. They're not surface people. That's why they don't have a problem with ministering to the drunkard or the person that smells or doesn't, that looks dirty. You know why? Because underneath all of that dirt and all of that going on, there's a soul. They're not surface people. Mm -mm, mm -mm. They don't care who you are. They don't care who you know. You are soul. They're not surface people. And that's what God is calling us to. He, he could care less about your stuff. 
God could care less. Now he wants you to live a certain life and he promised to provide for you, but that's not one of his top 10 things. Not concerned about whether you have a name brand, anything. Not concerned whether you ever get a pair of red bottoms. That's not one of his goals. Trust me. That may be up in your top 10 or whether you drive that fancy car. That may be something you worried about. God could care less. His thing is where is your heart? And your heart determines how you see things. Man, it's so amazing. We spend so much time on the outward man. In my heart, where really God wants me to give some attention, I just think that's going to take care of itself. It's not. Go to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Proverbs chapter 4. And I want to read from the NIV and I want to start at verse 20. Because I'm going to tell you, I am so determined as, as God's help and with his help to live this life in a way that honors him. That means I may upset some people. I may have to tell some people I can't participate in this or that. I have to tell some people I can't go over there or do that. I, I have to do what God tells me to do. I have to crucify my flesh. I can't do what I want to do. I can't say what I want to say. I'm just determined to honor God, not man. If no one else sees me, if no one else tells me well done, I would have rather have a Jesus well done than a good job by man any day any day. Proverbs 4 and verse 20 says, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Verse 21, do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Verse 23, Above all else, listen, and I challenge you during the course of this week, read Proverbs chapter four. And when you get down to verse 23, it's going to lead up to you, giving you good nuggets. It's going to tell you to cherish the word of God. It's going to tell you all that. But verse 23 says, when it's all said and done, above all else, everything else I said was good. Remember it, apply it above all else. Guard your heart. I don't care what you do. Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Everything, everything, everything you do flows from it. How you view people, it flows from the heart. How you treat people, it flows from the heart. One of the most interesting things, and we're going to pray because I want to pray about our heart condition. I want to pray about our heart condition. I'm finished. One of the things we're in, we're in a pandemic and we're in racial unrest in our nation at the same time. Now, a pandemic, this pandemic has even everyone and put everyone on the same playing field. This plant pandemic has struck. Now it has hit the African American community in great, a greater disproportionate manner than anyone else in our country and other racial groups. It has, yes, it has, but it has not left anyone untouched. Think about it: the wealthy, the poor, the middle class, the whites, the blacks, the Asians, Hispanic. Everyone has been impacted by this disease. So. 
COVID-19 has evened the playing field. Mm -hmm. It has. But let me tell you, this race war, this, this issue where we're having racial unrest in our country. I was sharing with someone the other day when we were at work, you cannot legislate matters of the heart. Yeah. Yes, we need to change our laws, the way our policemen are dealing with our young African-American men, the way people are being mistreated because of their race, even in corporate America. Now, I understand the knee on the neck, but that happens in corporate America. It happens everywhere. When they hold you down and you are highly qualified, understand that. And we need laws against discrimination on all points. But here's the thing, you cannot legislate matters of the heart. I can't make you treat somebody nice. Can't make you be fair to people. I can't make you love your neighbor as yourself. Can't do that. Nobody can do that but Jesus. So yes, I think I love the peaceful protests and our young people and you get out there and vote and you do what's right. I love it. I love it. But here's the thing. The matters of the heart are reserved for Jesus himself. That's why, while we're praying as a church for our nation, pray for the salvation of our young people, pray for the salvation of those that are in leadership. That's where things happen. And that's where we see lasting impact and lasting effect. These matters of the heart are reserved for Jesus himself. And I tell you, when the righteous pray, things happen. So I'll say again, the heart determines how you see. Look below the surface and look for Jesus. And I tell you, when you see Jesus, when you see Jesus, then my heart can make Jesus decisions. I can do things in a way that honors God. Proverbs said, above all else, above, with all that, get the word, study the word, treat people nice, do all that. Above all else, though, guard your heart. Because out of the heart flows the issues of life. Well, I tell you, I thank God for the word of God on today. It, it blesses me to know that I just got to keep my heart right. I got to love God with all of my heart. Love my neighbor as myself. Read and study the word of God. Apply the word of God to my life and watch God move. I don't have anything to do with my neighbor. I'm not looking over the fence, envying, being jealous, and trying to figure out what God is doing there. He told me to take care of me. He told me to do what I call him to do, walk in sync with him and watch him get the glory out of my life. It's just as simple as that. All this other stuff, we're making it too hard. Your relationship with God is the most important thing you can work on on a daily basis. So I thank God for the word and I thank God for this time that I've had to share with you. I tell you, it's good. Whenever we get together, it's always good, always good. So I want to pray that you guys have an amazing week. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you so much again for your word. Father, I thank you because man's opinion and their thoughts about a matter is not what's going to sustain me. It is your word. Your word will not fail. Your word cannot fail. There's power in the word of God. There's healing, there's strength. Everything I need, there's direction. Everything I need is found in the word of God. So Father, we thank you for the word of God on today that talked about my heart condition determines how I see things. Father, my heart condition determines how I see what you're doing in my life. 
For every door you open and every door you close, God, it was you. My heart condition determines how I see that. Father, I trust you with my life. I trust you with everything about me. My heart conditions determines how I see how you're moving in my life. So, Father, I pray right now for the hearts of believers everywhere. Father, if our attention is going to things that don't honor you, that superficial life, that life that only looks on the surface, Father, help us to go deeper in you. Help us to get past this temporary fleshly stuff and think of those things that are of the spirit, those things that are above. Set our affections on things above, not this superficial stuff. Father, help us to dig deeper in you and go to this root. And that's where ministry takes place. When we get past the superficial, we dig a little deeper and look a little further. God, you can use us even the more. So, Father, I thank you for it. Father, I pray for our young people in this country now. I pray, oh God, for those that are in leadership. Jesus, you're still the answer. And guess what? You will always be the answer. So, Father, we pray for the salvation of our young people. We pray for the salvation of those that are in leadership that do not know you. Save like never before. And then, Father, I thank you for believers. You told us to let our light so shine that men might see our good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. So, Father, if they're going to see you doing this dark time, they're going to look at believers. So, Father, thank you on a daily basis for our open doors of ministry. Father, I want someone to see Jesus when they look at me. So, Father, thank you for our open doors of ministry. Now, Father, we have prayed this prayer in faith. The word of God says, when we pray in faith, you hear us. And not only do you hear us, but the word says you will answer. So Father, we thank you in advance because it is already done. In Jesus name, amen and amen. Well, Facebook family, I love spending time with y'all. I do, I do, I do, I do. Man, the only other thing that would make this better if we were together and I could see you in person and we can hug, but we're going to get there. Trust me. We're going to get there. But I pray that this week you have a wonderful week. I pray you get into the word of God. Yes, yes, yes. Feed your faith. Feed your heart. Plant it in, the, in your heart so it can take root and grow. Do it. You spend so much time on other stuff. What would happen if you put that kind of time in your relationship with God? What would happen? Well, I challenge you. Spend some time and see. Spend some time and see. So until next time, this is Pastor Helene Robinson saying, I love you, love you, love you. For those of you that are under a small little heat wave, you stay cool, dehydrated, drink some water. Don't get out there and act like you don't know the sun is shining. Stay healthy. And until the next time, take care. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to the Life Worship Center podcast with Pastor Helene Robinson. If you're interested in joining us on Sundays at 1 p.m. through our Facebook live stream, simply type Life Worship Center in the search column. Make sure to check for the church's logo and hit the like button. You can also find us on YouTube as well, following the previous instructions, then clicking the subscribe button. Join us and be blessed. And remember, there's life in the word.